everyone. Welcome to the 126th episode of the Invincibly Super Massive Comic Book Podcast of Stuff. Is that right? Yeah. It's, it's been so long. I had to think about it. Uh, I'm Tony Guerrero. Matt Elfring is here. Wait, am I supposed to be recording this? No, I'm recording this. Okay, I was going to say because the intro music never came in. Wait, and yeah, you aren't you recording I'm recording. Aren't you recording right now? No. Then who's recording? How are people listening? They're not. No. <gasps> no, we're just doing this for us. Oh, wait, Corey's here. What the hell? I'm not usually on this podcast. Yeah. Last time you were on, you're like, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch <laughs> it. I didn't watch it. That was the best episode ever. <laughs> um, but, <sighs> uh, but the thing is, that there hasn't been a whole lot the last couple weeks since we've been on. Um, last time we were on, we just talked about uh, a little movie called... Um, Force Awakens. <laughs> Called about last night. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Called sisters. So, Corey, you didn't. W- w- I don't think we talked. To, did we talk to you what you thought about Star Wars? No. And this is actually incredible timing because you couldn't have because I only just saw it yesterday. Jeez. So, That's wow. right. So apparently you're not a big fan. and you're <laughs> like, like, eh. I actually was. I just I, I really, really don't like going to the movies. I've realized about myself. Wait, you're supposed to be Corey now. You're not in your Matt persona. Oh, damn it. Matt's, uh, okay. Matt's the one that's uh, all grumpy about theaters. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it turns out, A, that the theater I went to was really nice. It was actually the first time I've been to it since I moved out here. And A, like they have plush leather seats. It was insane. Um, moving on from that, uh, I really, really liked it. I have It's great because I have no idea what I'm wading into here in terms of what the general tenor is of it on the podcast, but... I actually wound up liking it a lot more than I thought I was going to after kind of like the people that I know fell into two camps, which was either effusive, insane praise or that was fine. Uh, but apparently online, there's a bunch of people that think it's like the worst thing ever. Well, yeah, because it's a thing that exists because mm-hmm. people are idiots. <laughs> uh, I I'm calling people idiots that hate Star Wars seven. Yeah, no, I, I I would kind of be inclined to agree. That was a, I feel like, and you know, it it are we being open here about plot points? Are we? That was last week, or that was the last episode, I should say. Which was, Damn I think was nation! Show. All right, well then, I'll I guess by getting by keeping it vague, uh, it was pretty derivative, let's say, in terms of the overall plot. But I feel like there were tons of small details that it got really, really well that were very very different uh that kind of led me to dubbing this uh star wars 7 a new hope with hindsight i actually like because i've been thinking a lot about how like it's very i guess derivative um but it it all kind of for me it makes sense because the first order stormtroopers they're not they're not the empire at all Mm -hmm. i mean they're just like they're a cult they're a cult that worship it worships the empire and what do you do when you you know have insane you know an obsession with something else you try to repeat what they've done mm-hmm. but but you know, of course you're gonna want to do it bigger and better so the idea of like i don't want to do spoilers because we're not doing spoilers but the things that they do in the movie to me make sense because they're a cult yeah so I would, like i uh i would have liked it if there was maybe one little throwaway line where someone was like really again and they were like yeah well people like them are good at killing creatives, not so good at fostering them. (laughs) 
But that's what I kind of love about the movie is that is that not everything is spelled out. It's yeah. just like you connect the dots. You're a smart person. We don't need to, uh, you know, over explain everything. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, one, one of the criticisms that I've been seeing lately is, uh, you know, people are, are obviously, you know, people are poking a lot of fun at Kylo Ren. Sure. And, you know, there's a whole, oh, I love him so there's much. There's a whole emo, emo thing and all, all that. But one thing which a lot of people don't get is he he's not a Sith. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, like, oh, he for a Sith, he sucked, and all this and like that. So it's like, neck, no. And then, um, and and because I, you know, I I posted the 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 Hot Toys Kylo Ren figure, and so I saw a lot of these these comments come up again. You know, a lot of people were complaining about the fight at the end and how you know he's fighting you know these inexperienced people, and you know he's supposed to you know, but what they don't get, and we we did spoilers last time, but you know, I guess. We're still. I, I, I'm trying to stay away from spoilers. Even though here. everyone in the world has seen the movie now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I think I was the last person. <laughs> no, my wife. My wife hasn't seen it yet. It's, it's like 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 just like ten people watching it, like you know, a hundred times or something is more than that, I guess. Anyways, so uh, what people don't don't realize that at the end, they're they're like, how you know he should have been able to do more in the fight and all this stuff. So Chewbacca's bowcaster, <laughs> it was like majorly upgraded. Like mm-hmm. even even like Han's like wow you know so he's like shooting at stormtroopers and they're like flying back yeah he shoots Kylo Ren and I I, I don't remember but it's like I don't even think he went down to his knee he kind of went down he might have gone down to one knee yeah but it's like so he was able to contain that and then go on to fight so he's dealing with all of that with that what should have like sent him flying he and because the bowcaster kills everyone and it blow, <laughs> and, blows up it sends him like in the air it's basically like a slug loaded shotgun mm-hmm. yeah and it is it also like and you know without again without giving anything away there is a line at the end and i won't say who says it to kylo of like you need to come back here and get more training so clearly he's not peak like he's no, not Darth it Vader. seems like he's in and i don't want to get too into it but <laughs> it kind of seems like he's on his journey for Sith training. Mm-hmm. Like he's just started. Like he's a Padawan Sith. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he is. But uh, let's not forget, like this is the most powerful, like I think force person we've ever seen. Cause the dude stops a blaster in midair. That was so cool. That's not a spoiler. That's like the opening of the movie. Sorry. Yeah. That is kind of a spoiler that I said that now, <laughs> but okay. I won't do any more. That's not a big spoiler. That's a uh, look at that. Like that was amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, I love these. That characters. was an amazing moment that I am shocked they left out of all the trailers. <laughs> oh, thank you. People who cut the trailers did so well. Like yeah. it doesn't really give a lot away, and it just I, I felt like surprised and happy all two hours and ten minutes or whatever it was. Totally. Uh, I mean, the uh, the other thing, real quick, to go back to kind of the defense of Kylo Ren, since we're all a bunch of fanboys, uh, is that. So the thing, you know, the thing about the Sith is that, and obviously he's not full Sith, but the thing about the dark side is they're always talking about like letting the hate flow through you, you know, using hate as a weapon and anger and rage that never, except for like two moments in three movies came across to me with Darth Vader. He always seemed like the calmest, most collected guy in the room. But there's a lot of underlying rage with Darth Vader, like where he'll choke out a dude for not sure. Like he's pissed. So he's going to choke you out. But that doesn't seem like rage to me that that like with. And again, I guess the, the, my, my main point here is with Kylo Ren, there's a guy who looks like he is wielding anger like a weapon. Yeah, but he's more like an unhinged rage. I always felt like Darth Vader was kind of 
calm and collected, but like almost like a sociopath type rage. Well, sure. Yeah, I mean, Vader but, definitely had to rage because he was yeah. he was killing people left and right. And sure. it's like but that, he, he was doing it so calmly that it didn't seem like it was out of rage. It seemed like it was almost perfunctory for him to be killing people. But I, I think that's just more of his personality more than like that is his rage. He just doesn't, you know. Anakin Skywalker it because he, you know, sure. he was Anakin Skywalker but I guess also like the you know obviously the tantrums have been memed from you know to hell and back of, of Kylo but uh I, I just even mean like his fighting style like the way that he fights is someone who is just angry oh, at it's the so world. good and just like he he looks like he can barely wield the lightsaber because it's heavy and and Adam the, oh Adam Driver sorry Tony the, the other thing um people are, who have been complaining about his lightsaber so it, it it came out, you know, it's described that he has like a the the, the crystals like cracked that that he okay. has in there. So those are supposed to be vents, oh. and that that that's why his lightsaber is all crackly and not like smooth, you know, like which I also loved because that suited his personality. Yeah. So so that's that's the reason for it. And of course, people were like, "Oh, they just added it in the last minute when everyone's criticizing, you know, that J.J. <laughs> Abrams wanted to, you know, outdo Darth Maul's double lightsaber and." Well, so, people need to stop crapping on J.J. Abrams because he did the most amazing job with that. He's an awesome director. Yeah, he uses lens flare a lot, but he's really good at what he does. It's also like, yes, far be it from a Star Wars movie to change something in retrospect. <laughs> uh, did you guys see the email I sent both of you? When? <laughs> a couple minutes Oh, ago. right now? Oh, yeah, just yeah. now. Yeah. I sent, so uh, Really? Yeah. This is this no. is no, so I'm not, okay. This go is ahead. An, um, this isn't really maybe spoiler. Not it's speculation, speculative spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I saw this, and I was like, no, no. But then I I, I saw it again, and I, I saw this. Someone post this image uh, somewhere, and um, so I wanted to bring it up today. So uh, yes, yeah, there's it, no way to get into this without getting into a spoiler. Yeah, this and, character and, and, did not appear in any promotional material. Yeah, yeah, so it's not really spoiler because it's speculation on someone's part, not my part. And we have the Supreme Leader uh, Snoke. Yep. And and the, the big question is is who is this guy? So a lot when we finally see him, a lot of people uh, have been saying, "Oh, this is Darth Plagueis. This is uh the Emperor's master." To Yeah, that's who, he, who I was going with. He he talk to um Anakin about that about the the right. the Sith who could bring back you know bring someone back from the dead and all this stuff but so supposedly I haven't read the the Darth Plagueis book yet it's it's on my list I, I think I want to read the Force Awakens book first because there's more descriptive stuff you know in, in the in the book that was not really covered in the movie because you can't you know mm-hmm. so people are are, are thinking that like, oh, maybe this is him. Supposedly, Palpatine killed him. I think he killed him in his sleep or something like that. But if he was talking about being able to overcome death and you know all that stuff, he could probably have you know protected himself. Or and maybe it took you know decades for him to come back to at some point and you know rise back to power. So there's been a lot of speculation that that this is Pelagus, and that would kind of make sense, you know, because where is this? guy been is he just suddenly pop up and all that but apparently um andy circus refuted that he or shot it down he's like no this is someone new but is he really you know telling the truth or but they does, can lie about stuff yeah, like that <laughs> so they, maybe they're like hey why didn't you say that or maybe you know maybe he doesn't know because supposedly he didn't even know what his character was going to look like 
when when they're filming. He's like, you know, he's trying to deliver his lines, but he doesn't know how like what emotion to put into it. Because you know, it, it's it's not just reading lines. You know, obviously they they get into the character, especially when they do the motion capture and you know do all that stuff. And so supposedly he didn't even know what it looked like, and maybe he doesn't know the whole story. You know, maybe he does because you know it, it. You would think with with a character like that, where there's so much mystery around it, you know, yeah, you should tell the the actor portraying the character, but you would still want to be kind of hesitant because you're putting a lot of trust. If if he accidentally let it slip out. That you know that ruins a lot, you know, of susp- or whatever buildup that they're they're doing. So he supposedly said it's not. There's it's that's still debatable, um, and maybe it is someone new. But there's another theory. <laughs> People are saying, oh, maybe Snoke is really Anakin Skywalker. Uh, that that would be. <sighs> and that and, would be so weak. And and they, they I don't sh- like that idea at all. <laughs> so so what the what I sent. Um, Matt and Corey, for people listening who aren't hacked into their emails. Um, <laughs> the two of you who are, thanks. There, there's a, a side-by-side shot of Anakin from Return of Jedi, or Darth Vader, after he takes his, his helmet off and looks like, like you know, Egghead. Um, so, it was, it, it, but if you really look at it, like, the scars are kind of similar. Kind of, so if it, you're really like, pushing. Oh. But, you know, you also got to think, you know, 30 years has gone by, and, you know, he did die. But the other thing is, there's no way he could have survived. I mean, Luke carried his body back to Endor. And burned it. Unloaded it. And we're assuming burned the body. Oh, actually, no, wait, wait. No, we see it wait. on fire. No, 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 no. We see the, the armor on fire. We don't necessarily see the body. Because you have to assume the body disappeared like Obi-Wan. Because we see his spirit at the end. Qui-Gon wasn't there yet. That's why his body didn't like evaporate like like obi-wan's did oh, plot hole <laughs> well i mean because no, no, because uh i i think it, it was explained somewhere else like between it that that's like achieving another level within the force is becoming one with it which is and obi or qui-gon wasn't quite there yet but then you you hear when um yoda's in his um meditating whatever and anakin's killing all the tuscan raiders you hear qui-gon you know, say anakin no it's actually one of my favorite moments. It's one of the only good moments in that movie, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you, I, I would assume because we see Anakin or Hayden Christensen, depending which version, at the <laughs> end of Return of the Jedi, that his body would have faded away, and then Luke would just burn the armor. But so, so I mean, e- either way, whether the body was there or not, you know, that that's besides the point right now. Um, it, it was burnt. If if he was still alive and Luke didn't know that, there's there's no way. Because then, like all of a sudden, he's like, oh, unless <laughs> unless Anakin's like, oh, I'm still alive. I'm gonna take off all my clothes <laughs> and leave it here. So my son, who I just told that I I'm you know what forgiveness all this stuff, and I'm just gonna zip her out of here naked. <laughs> we are getting into like Alex Jones conspiracy theory territory. There's, I mean, if he was still alive. There's no way he Luke could not know that unless you know. Did he, you guys know that proton torpedoes can't melt steel beams? <laughs> so so Luke, God, Luke, come on. Luke steals the Imperial <laughs> shuttle, puts Vader's body in the back, and he's like, "Wait, <coughs> I'm still okay. I I'm gonna leave my my clothes here, and I'll hide behind his seat back here." And and Luke's like, "It's like, oh 
dang it, he just he disappeared like Obi Wan did. So but he can't. Let's he can't breathe out the stuff. Nope. The more you talk, the more sense it makes. Nope. <laughs> so he was hiding behind, uh, like a in a seat or something like that. He put he grabbed like a backpack with a parachute in it because you know Imperial space shuttles have parachutes. Yep. So, so then he's like, oh, I got to go hide. And then he's been he's been hiding out in the the forest jungle of Endor all this time. Avoiding the, the, the cannibal, or the, I guess they're not cannibals, but the human-eating no. Ewoks. Yes, the carnivorous Ewoks. <laughs> they, they ate all the stormtroopers at the end. They did. Yeah, they did. And, and the people were like, hey, this is good. What is this? Also like confirmed in Star Wars Shattered Empires, the comic. <laughs> like, yeah. confirmed again. Yeah. But uh, so, more importantly <laughs> than whether or not we could make that make any kind of rational sense is that I it don't, is. I don't know. It's narratively bankrupt because it completely invalidates Vader's entire arc. Unless him coming back, he had in order for him to come back, he had to give in to the dark side again, and so it turned him <laughs> evil. And his the, the goodness died, but then the evil was stronger because everyone thinks. I, I already evil have is so a, cool. a problem with a, a character who slaughtered children, having a redemptive Uh-oh. arc of throwing an old man down a mine shaft. But yeah, to add on a layer of like, and it turns out he didn't even redeem himself would just be such a slap in the face. But maybe all those those younglings, those kids, they mm-hmm. were destined to be turned and <gasps> so that's why Anakin had to kill him. It that's, all makes sense. That's how he brought balance to the force because they were going to be a bunch of little jerks. Because everyone in the prequel, you know, were, were jerks. This were is very true. Destined to be jerks. So he did the good thing. <laughs> he did the good thing and we'll never no one will ever know he's like the boss for Metal Gear Solid 3 <laughs> but it was on camera anyway so maybe, yeah so it's fine maybe he just locked them up in the cupboard and <laughs> like where here, here's some some cereal you stay here for, yeah. for, for for 20 years and don't don't come out thank god anyway. I had all these youngling dummies made up since we actually do see their corpses <laughs> uh, it was a it was a, a illusion the force <laughs> <laughs> force can do every, anything <laughs> that's not how it works <laughs> well apparently lightsabers can call out the people that's how the force works eh, I'm okay with that actually <laughs> but see, that's why she the person it calls out to <laughs> yes. has to be connected to yeah. someone. That, that's the other thing uh, I guess we're 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 kind of doing spoilers, right? People, we did spoilers I, I, last time. No, we did spoilers last time. This is supposed to be a regular episode. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm not going to go into it. Let's anymore. not. We got we got we. There's very minor stuff in here. I will make notes to but, wear. <laughs> do you do you do you realize though? The last time we never talked about like a, a the biggest thing in the movie yeah. at all. Yeah. So let's talk about it now. Come uh, on. It was too hard, man. But I'll tell you, seeing it the second time, knowing it was coming, mm-hmm. I mean. Tears. I was. I was just like, <laughs> and then I was like sitting next to my daughter because I. I, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I was thinking since I. So I saw it the Tuesday before it came out, and then uh, I saw it the Monday after with my my wife and daughter because he figured you know weekend crowd whatever you know try to avoid all that. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, my, my, my daughter, she's like, you know, playing Disney infinity and, you know, she, <laughs> you know, she's, you know, we, we, we watched uh, four or five and six again. And, you know, she's like, oh, like, yeah, you know, can't wait to see the movie. And I was, I'm just thinking, it's like, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is going to shatter your, your happiness, your bubble or whatever. And when you see what happens, <laughs> so, oh my so God. as the movie's going and, and then I, I just kept like looking over at her and waiting and. I was like, oh, it's it's coming. Oh, my God. Uh, 
and she didn't like that part. <laughs> uh, sure. For those who for those who have not seen the movie, he's talking about the return of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> oh my god, me so lonely. <laughs> okay. So, oh. Um, <laughs> anyways, we're supposed to talk about TV from here. Eh. As um, you said, there's not a whole lot to go over, so yeah. you know we we could waste a little bit of time hearing yeah. the guy who's the most behind on movies talk about this new Star Wars movie that seems to be taking the nation by storm. Yeah. Never heard of it. So Matt wanted to talk about the best of the. Now, did you want to talk about the best of 2015 or the best of this current season? 2015, bro. Because I don't even remember, like, like last January, February. I do want to say, start off with uh, Wayward Pines, since I oh. I, I saw your uh, your Facebook post about. That. I got really upset last night. Okay, here's why. I, I I'll explain why I got upset. Um, because my name's so, Alfring, so I got upset. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, yesterday, a Tales from the Crypt reboot or re-envisioning was announced by TNT being run by M. Night Shyamalan. And I like Tales from the Crypt. I don't know how I feel about it on TNT because I'd rather see it on HBO or Showtime or Stars. Someone where a channel where they're like, let's just do whatever. Like even FX. But um, regardless. So M. Night Shyamalan is Shyamalan is, is the kind of the boss of the show. And I saw so many complaints like, oh, great. What's the twist going to be this time? Oh, what's the twist going to be this time? Like, this guy sucks. This past year for M. Night Shyamalan was awesome. Like, (laughs) Wayward Pines, I I super loved. I don't know if you guys have seen The Visit, but The Visit was actually like a legitimately good horror film. And M. Night Shyamalan did that. So the dude's on the up and up. Like, yeah, he did movies with twists in them. Also, like, do the had these people ever watched Tales from the Crypt? Because that's what that show was. Yeah, it was horror movie, it was horror shorts with giant twists. Yeah, it was basically like an R-rated Twilight Zone. Like, yeah, anyone who's complaining, like, oh, what's the twist going to be? Like, that is an easy shorthand for you haven't actually watched the show, have you? Uh, that that HBO <laughs> or at least not show, recently. <laughs> the HBO show, it, it's a little cheesy, but it still holds up story wise. Like, it's mm-hmm. still really good stuff. It's corny, but in the way that kind of like good B movie horror is in a way that like it's corny, but it still yeah. gets you on some level. Yeah, I was never actually like afraid of the show. I used to watch it because it debuted in 89. I think the first time I saw it was like 91, 92, but I used to watch it all the time. My dad would be like, cover your eyes. There's boobs coming. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, show, like I was never scared, but like I loved it. Like I loved the stories. Like, like I like seeing like celebrity guest appearances and they get killed. Mm-hmm. But so I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. And like M night Shyamalan, if you really want to give this a legitimate horror spin is a great choice. Yeah. But then there's the thing it's on TNT. So it's like, I, but, I, F, but the thing is like FX does American horror story and that may as well be on HBO. Yeah. But I mean, FX, you know, they, they may, cause I, it, it's almost like these days there's, there's different levels of cable, like what they can get away with. Because I mean, they can essentially get away with it, everything. FCC doesn't cover them. Because it, it, it used to be on on even on cable channels where they wouldn't swear. You know, a lot of times you would see on uh, like like movies, you know, broadcast on those channels, and they would you know edit out or or whatever the the profanity. But now you know you see stuff like like Walking Dead or whatever where they're cursing and 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 stuff. So it's like I don't know if there's different levels of cable or, and it's, it may be, you know, whether it's the FCC not governing them or whatever, but it could be just a channel thing 
and I it's, don't know. It's usually like they don't want to lose advertisers. Yeah, so and they I won't. mean, there's that. I mean, because you know, last thing you want to do is you know, some parents like my child was watching this and they learned this word that you know. <laughs> That my so, dad so no child I'm not, that the kids I'm not buying Chef Boyardee. He's, he's no child is watching TNT. To be fair, no one is watching TNT. <laughs> so I think they're going to take big chances with this. Because yeah, so. you have to. You have to stay relevant. And they're not relevant. Yeah. Anyways, going back to Wayward Pines. So I, I finally finished uh, the three novels. Nice. And... They're they're good. I mean, they're, they're, for for what they are, you know, they're they're good. They're it's it's not like the greatest thing ever, you know. Whatever. It's some some things are predictable and all that. Whatever. But I I wasn't happy with the way the show ended, and I I kind of get why they they did that, and and you know whether because if I believe they only intended the show to be you know a, a ten episode series and that was it because mm-hmm. you know when when it ended it wasn't like oh the season finale is coming it was like the series finale. I'm pretty sure that's how they they labeled it. So it's like, okay, let's go all out, let's do this. And the that those 10 episodes, they barely they they kind of covered the a little bit more than the first book. Cuz there there's like some other things that, that they brought in also. But then there's like just like so much other stuff that that comes into it. So now, I guess my my question is since the show is coming back, I'm really skeptical I mean, I, I love that it's coming back, but I just wonder how they're going to do it. And cause the, what, the little tiny blip that they, they release for it, it's like someone new comes away with pines. And so it's like, are we going to get the same thing over again? Because if so, that, that's, that's pretty dumb considering what they learned in the first 10 episodes, the first season. And, and the fact that without giving things away in case people still haven't watched it, uh, there, I mean, some characters obviously will not be coming back. So mm-hmm. I, I, but that, sh- that show is all about secrets and kind of reveals. And for me, you can't, if, if the whole second season is like, here comes a new person, you can, it won't be as great as the first. Cause the yeah. first season's all about like keeping you on the edge of your seat. How can you do that when we already know everything? Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing is you, you basically know everything there is to know um, yeah. from the, from the books. And, but like I said, there's still more that the books do and, the way the book ends, it's it's kind of like wow. I didn't think they were going to do that. I, I I really don't know how they're going to do, and and especially w- without giving away like one certain performer <laughs> that is not going to be in the second season. That's just too bad because. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm not Shyamalan. Blame you. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, so favorite shows, big shows. <clears throat> let's do it like this there's a lot of what well, i say our favorite show our favorite like comic book kind of related show favorite movie favorite comic book kind of related movie <laughs> all right uh so what, Let, what we'll you, start with favorite comic book show or comic book adaptation or whatever you want to call it you know i i i think i'm gonna go with agents of shield i mean obviously daredevil was was great Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica Jones was was really good, but I I think I'm gonna go with Agents of Shield just because it's it's a, a longer running show, you know. So they they've built a lot more, and you're you're seeing more um, payout for like stuff that has been built up, mm-hmm. and that the show is still ongoing even though it's it's off until March. And then there's also the fact that that's like my daughter's favorite show, so you know we we have like that 
that bonding, you know, once a week, yeah. you know, or actually more than once. We're watching so much stuff now, but the, you know, like just getting the excitement off of her, you know, being so into it, and and just like you know, every episode there's like some big huge twist at the end, and and it feels like the show just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So the thing with with Daredevil, I mean, I I only went through it one time. Actually, I watched the first couple episodes a second time, um, but. It was it was it was like slow at, at moments because you know they it was basically like they they originally said it was like a, a thirteen hour movie, so there is like some downtimes you know it wasn't like all action it wasn't like all let's let's do like episodes of that hallway scene you know so there are some points where it was just just like the story was was being told, so mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd I'd go with that um, I'm trying to think you got Flash uh, Flash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, see, I don't know if I would lump that with the comic book shows. There's enough comics based on it, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, if if so, that that would be another show I, I really loved. Uh, the, the, you know, it, it's a shame that it's it's over already, mm-hmm. and I know they're going to start production. I believe next month. So I, I'm wondering when season two is going to start. I I have a feeling like they're they're going to aim for Halloween again. If so, that's so long to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that was just just great. It, you know they they captured the vibe. Um, you know Ash was was you know, Bruce Campbell's was perfect, and also he, I felt he really evolved over the show. You know he's he's still like the bumbling fool, but he wasn't like as selfish as like he's always been. You know where it's, it's just about him. You know having him grow a little bit more, having you know his his sidekicks or whatever and. I I thought they they really balanced the, the the cheesiness, the corniness, but also you know there's that one demon we always talk about that um, is just cool and so I, I would say those are my my top two ongoing series. All right, uh, Corey. All right. Well, I am going to uh, to have to go with Jessica Jones. Loved that. Loved what it did. Loved what it was about. But that ending. <laughs> Let's start no, no, we are not talking about this anymore. You know. <laughs> uh, and no, the show isn't perfect. Not even referring to the ending, but there are other parts of it that are that are imperfect. Like not every episode was an A plus, but no other show is being held to that standard. So why hold this one to it? But just mm-hmm. overall what it did and what it accomplished, even kind of under the hood, with with you know scary words like representation and toxic masculinity and hey shut up guys rule girls rule well that's the thing is that this show also says yes guys rule guys like Luke Cage rule mm-hmm. <laughs> and for them to have you know in an American in a piece of American media to have a black man represent the the apex of kind of what a male should aspire to be is such a bold daring move. Mm. Um, and it, it's, yeah, I, I just, I loved it from start to finish. I, you know, I could say that the difference, cause I also really enjoyed daredevil, but the difference between the two is that my fiance couldn't get through daredevil because I feel like that show doesn't require some knowledge of comics, but if you have kind of a knowledge of like who people are and kind of get the references, get yeah, the show becomes a lot more exciting and like you care more about the characters kind of inherently. She devoured Jessica Jones in a way that I have never seen her watch TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she got ahead of me and that never happens. I had to tell her like, don't watch the finale without me. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, no, I, I thought that show was just it, it was it did so many things well, and uh, I guess we're talking about two. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't watch a lot of TV outside of comic book stuff. I'm now realizing, but uh, I guess Evil Dead wasn't so Flash. It would have to be just for making me care so much about a soap opera. <laughs> yeah. Soap opera with superpowers, but damn, that show just hits it so well. Yeah. Um, Oh, Wait, I, now I just, I, gotta... I just, I just want to jump in again. Yeah. I, I want to say that. Uh, so Kristen Ritter, uh, mm-hmm. I had, I, I think I'd only seen her in breaking bad and, you know, she was fine with it, but you know, it wasn't a character that, you know, you were necessarily supposed to, you know, love and all that. And mm-hmm. uh, I haven't seen the B in Apartment 23 or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, so when you, we saw all the images and everything, it's like, it's like, wow, you know, Jessica Jones is like never smiling. She's just, you know, there. And 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 the way she is, you know, when, when the show starts out, the PTSD and all that stuff. But I have to say, like watching it, it's like I really, really like Kristen Ritter. I mean, I thought she did a great mm-hmm. job with that. And so that I was like, wow. And that like really put her on my radar. So I, I thought great performance on her part. So I just wanted to yeah, absolutely. throw that in. I'm trying to, now I'm trying to think, cause this is tough. Cause there's like, the I, when I, I, when I got back from vacation, I, that night just burned through the rest of evil dead and kind of fell in love with how the show's put together. But I think uh. daredevil's a better show. And, that, and, that, and that's as a comic book fan. If I wasn't a comic book fan, I'd probably go Jessica Jones. But Daredevil was, here, Matt Elfring hates women. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, Daredevil was just, it's such a long time ago now, but it was just such a well put together street level, like superhero show without it coming off like a superhero show. I think is the best way to say, because it's more, you know, about crime, the inner workings of crime and without feeling like SVE or something like that or law and order. Um, it has a lot of elements from things that have worked in television, but put together in a way where I actually care. Who has this bigger, the- bigger outbursts, Kingpin or Kylo Ren? Oh, Kingpin. Kingpin. How come no one got all like on Kingpin's case? Because he doesn't dress in all black and he's like a big, strong dude, as opposed to this kind of skinny, wispy, Guy who dresses in all black and oh, so, wines. So because he's overweight, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's because he's bald, guys. Come on, bald people unite. <laughs> That's tough. Oh. Right, continue, Matt. Uh, so Daredevil was definitely my favorite kind of piece this year. It just had a really great season. And I love how it all feels like a 13-hour episode. And that's why I'd probably go number two, Ash vs. Evil Dead, because watching those final four episodes when I got back – Right, one after the other. The show is fantastic, like that. Like if that comes out on DVD, is just you know continuous, and there's a way to watch it continuous like that without those breaks or rehashes. It's it's amazing. It, it just works so well, even though the half an hour format kind of bugged me. Uh, it, it beats out Flash, but I just love Ash versus Evil Dead. It, it I'm so glad it was good. I think too. <laughs> yeah, I, I was watching the marathon last Saturday, mm-hmm. and and it. it 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 seems like it it almost works better like that because there's like little things like I didn't catch uh like when they're at the diner, Ash tells uh, Pablo he's like hey don't don't forget to remind me to gas up the the chainsaw, and I I totally forgot about that and then the last episode you know it was like you know that that came up again, <clears throat> so I just I just love that show, 
And and the other thing is it's also because um you know we we got to talk to them at New York. So you know you you kind of have that that not necessarily connection, but you know mm-hmm. seeing what what they're like sort of in real life, you know, cuz obviously, you know, when you're doing you know a press junket or whatever, you know, you, you still have to you know, you can't necessarily be yourself. Yeah. You know? But I I I've um had some Twitter exchanges with with Dana De Lorenzo and she just seems like so down to earth. Mm-hmm. And and like she did a a a live like Facebook thing like before uh Saturday's episode. So it, it it's cool when when you get to see the the actors outside the performance and and know that they actually care about the show and it's not yeah. like oh this is just a job and you know it, it's the same thing because you know we we've we've got to talk to uh, uh right i've talked to some of you know the agents of shield um actors and uh so matt what you you talked to legends of tomorrow and supergirl mm-hmm. and we talked to the flash so it's it's it it almost makes it easier whether someone is telling them Hey, you need to be like super nice and super cool in the public and all this. <laughs> you know, it, it almost seems like a common sense thing, but it's it's nice when these people seem real. Yeah, yeah but telling telling someone that and their ability to to execute on well, it, even if it is a, a quote unquote act, the ability to make an act realistic is in and of itself pretty impressive. You know, that's might be considered some form of acting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because like yeah, there are some people who are obviously told that who are really bad at it. It's like I hate you. It's, I mean, it's just like on on us on the show, we can't stand each other. You know, when the mics are or stop recording. Oh my god, there's a reason why we don't record the first five minutes of this. It's just there's not. a reason Corey and I have never been in the same room at the same time. <laughs> exactly. And re- there's a reason Corey's not in the same room now. Oh, with with me, it's like no way, man. Yeah, security, don't let him in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Matt, you didn't like leftovers. I thought it was like the best thing of all time. Uh, that's you know, we're not at best television show yet. I thought we were. I thought it was no. It that was, was best comic book kind of related television. I thought show. we did best show and best comic show. I thought you just picked two best shows, comic shows. I don't know. You're making up. I was trying to split uh, split these into categories, and you're smashing categories together. Right, but then if the okay is the best comic show still viable for the best show? Because spoiler alert, mine is still going to be Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, now now let's do best show, Tony. Best just any show. Lost. No, it's got to be on this past <laughs> year. Hey, we we've just finished. also would you actually have chosen Lost? Hey, I don't care. Say what you will. I love that show. Uh, we, we started watching with my daughter. And like so, over to break, we like zip through season one and some of season two. We just finished season two last night, and I, I mean, I, I know there's the whole thing about the ending, and you know where it goes, but I, I don't care. I, I still love the show, even with with that. I do want to point out if you are currently watching Lost on Netflix, it just recently came out that the final episode has been edited on Netflix. It's like I think 18 minutes shorter. But it's it's like cut throughout, and so there was like this big, um, like how did this happen? Why did this happen? There's no reason for it. And and Damon Lindelof point out because he's not happy with that. He's like, no, this shouldn't be cut. And you know, he's he's like, I'm not gonna go back. We're not. I'm not gonna. You know, we're not gonna redo or change anything. You know, he's like, the ending is what it was. But you know, he, there's no reason for it to be cut down because the, the last episode was more than an hour. So it it seems like Netflix might have gotten the wrong version because 
I think they like re-edited it later or whatever. Um, so just be aware, Netflix is looking into getting the regular version if you're watching it there. All right, and I'm going with the series finale of MASH. <laughs> is that available on DVD? I'm sure, I'm sure. Oh, no, MASH has to be available on DVD. Yeah, God, yes. And you just watch All right, best, best television show. You're lying. You're, you're ruining this whole show, Matt. Talking about. How am I ruining this show? You are completely going up. off the rails. You're making stuff up. I'm watching Lost, and you haven't watched MASH in 10 years. You, <laughs> oh, I hate how you play the dumb guy. I hate it. <laughs> my name's Matt. <laughs> I'm going to get Kyle right on you. I'm going to start punching my stomach. It's not his stomach. It was his side. Whatever. All right, favorite show, MASH? No, go Tony. Oh, my favorite show? See, yeah. I, I didn't prepare for this because you, you're like, oh, we're going to do this now. Been, we talked about this before I left, too, uh, and when I got back. We, well, you, we just never, we we just never planned about, it no, out. We, we talked about it before we left because we were supposed to do like actual physical posts. Yeah, there's no time for that. Um, favorite we show? We barely got the best comic part done. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to think, like, uh, like, what else am I watching? I, I, I can't even think of like, other shows that aren't comic shows. I mean, what, what else is there? Because uh, I, I haven't watched uh, uh, Leftovers, which I know you 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 got a crush on. Um, I just started the se- current season of Homeland. Um, uh, I, I don't I don't know. All right, Tony loves Tiny House Nation on the F- FYI network. Yeah, <laughs> work again. Married at first sight. Tony loves it. I don't. Know, what do you watch, man? <laughs> I watch. I just watch knows. random everything. Because my wife hates comic book stuff. So Actually, we... okay, my uh, non-comic show. How about ridiculousness? <laughs> it shows terrible. <laughs> I, I got my wife to watch a couple episodes because there, you know, we is uh, the other day. I, we might have watched it before, but there was like nothing on, and so we just, you know, wanted to like watch, turn the TV on for something. I was like, hey, this is on. Let's, let's watch. It was like I was at a comic convention. Shout out to executive producer Ryan Buds, one of my buddies. <laughs> I actually saw an episode I hadn't seen before. Well, they—they they, I think they do like five a week or four a week. It's something stupid. I don't know. Because then it's, it seems like every time I'm at, at a in a hotel and that's on, it's like, oh, I've seen this episode. I've seen this episode. Mm-hmm. I've seen this episode. Oh, here's a new episode. And then they show it again. <laughs> yeah, like, like four times in a row. All right, uh, but I'm just going to go best show. Uh, is obviously the leftovers. It's a, it's 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 one of those shows where uh, my wife and I will watch, and then at the end of the episode we'll look at each other and be like, "What just happened?" We're so confused, but it's so well done. And by the end of this season, like, because the show really starts off by like giving you like a lot of questions, you know, like what's this, you know, why are these people here? And eventually throughout the whole season, we get all the, most of the answers, I should say uh, this season with everybody in this new town where like the firemen lights people's houses on fire. And, spoilers. Uh, that's the first episode. It's not a spoiler. Well, it's a spoiler if I haven't seen it. It's the opening. It's pretty much the opening of the first episode. And right? I haven't, I've seen zero episodes. So it's a spoiler. Well, you'll never even see that character in the first season. So, why aren't you watching? It's such a good show. Uh, because I'm watching like 18 billion comic book shows. Stop watching for, for work. Wait, Stop I thought you watching. like. I thought Gotham was your favorite show. I Gotham started off great this year and then became boring like last year. 
But you didn't even see the last episode. Like, what happened? Don't care. Or someone crossed the line. Oh, I really? Because that happens every episode. No, not like this. It is nuts. Are you watching Gotham, Corey? No. <laughs> no. Corey's got the right idea. <laughs> All right. Okay. Leftover is the best show on television. Better than Daredevil and Jessica Jones. And sorry, I thought, I thought it I is. I like True Detective season two. Is that? Disturbing? I never actually never got to season two yet. We watched season one, and now we're on Making the Murder on Netflix. An, an HBO an HBO executive apologized for season two, so maybe yeah. skip that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we watched. See, I haven't seen. I didn't see the first season of True Detectives. We started season two. Just because it was on demand, because I know you know you can watch stuff on HBO Go. Yeah, you have to be on the you know the Roku or your Apple TV or your app or whatever. So we started a uh, season two. I think we watched three or four episodes, and I mean there's there's a lot of good actors in there, but it's like mm-hmm. yeah. So we never finished. Um, well, and, apparently and the I, problem was that it was was that it was rushed. Like yeah. the guy, the executive essentially said in this interview, like. Yeah, he had essentially unlimited time to write the first season because he hadn't pitched it to us yet. So that's why that was so good. And then we, like a bunch of TV dum-dums, were like, okay, now make it again. Snap, snap, snap. Yeah, so he apparently had to, like, rush into production on the second season before he was, like, before the guy was ready. Because apparently Nick uh, Palazzo is, like, the guy. There are probably other people who write it, but he apparently does a vast majority of the writing on that show. So, yeah. So what's your favorite show, Corey? Uh, well, it was still Jessica Jones, oh, yeah. but that seems like a cop-out answer, so I'm going to go no, favorite. No, you can go with it. I mean, okay, but I, I, I still want to talk more, damn it. I, well, I, I would say another show, not necessarily my favorite show, but it's, it's surprisingly good, uh, is Outlander, also on, mm-hmm. on Stars. It's based on a series of books. I think there's been seven books. My, my wife loves the books. And there's a, there's a lot of romance in there, and there's, there's some like sexy time in there. Uh, if, if you like that stuff, but you you have this woman, she's in a, I think she's 1943. And mm. so did, you know, they're in Scotland and, and this is like part of the reason why we actually went to Scotland. Cause you know, we've always wanted, we were actually wanting, been wanting to go to Ireland. Um, but we decided to go to Scotland after the show. Uh, so she ends up going back in time, 200 years. And you know, it's, you can imagine like what what that would be like and so it's just it's well done you know it's it's on location that great acting in there and um so if you don't mind the romance part of it because i i i i tried reading the first book i'm like oh my god because <laughs> my wife was like really and it's it's not like a it's not a romance book you know and and right. there's a lot it doesn't of have like fabio on the cover yeah or anything. so it, it's it's a legit a legitimate book but there's there are moments of, of romance, and that that's mainly in the first. But the first book is heavy on that, and then I, I listened to the audio for the second one, which it's like forty hours of audio, which took mm-hmm. forever to listen. My little bursts of listening, uh, but um, also the the books they they have a lot of like historical facts, like situations and stuff, like with the the Jacobites and you know the the, the struggle against you know all, all that's. Um, so so there there's a lot of that in there. And it was it was really cool when I was in Scotland and we went to Culloden where there was this huge battle, and I mean this, it, it's it's phenomenal when when you go through because you, you know you you see the history you you see all these artifacts as you're walking through this building and you can follow either uh, the Scottish side or the, the English side, 
And then at the end, you you watch this movie where they show this battle, but it's it's like taking place on all four walls. And so you're you're it's like you're in the middle of the scene because you're you're seeing like on one side, you know, here, you know, that they're facing each other, and you're just seeing how brutal the fight was and how the Scots just basically got demolished here. And then you you go out to the field, and you know, if you do the audio tour, you can like hear and see where everything happened. So it was it was really um it was a really powerful experience, and you know, so some of that's like in the books as well. You know, all all this this bits there. So it's it's a show worth checking out if you have stars and. If you have Amazon Prime, you can get stars. I, th- I think there's like a 30-day trial. You can check it out. So you can yeah. watch Ash versus Evil Dead, and you can watch um, Outlander. And then there's, you know what I'm doing all day. <laughs> I think there's a Patrick Stewart show. Yeah, yes. I heard about that. I, I haven't watched any of that. I've seen some of the, like the, the promos for it, and it looks interesting. And well, he's one of the funniest people, unexpectedly funny people in existence, yeah. so I'm sure it'll be great. And then there's Black Sails, which I've never watched. And some people Not are like, good. That's what Matt people Matt speaks for everyone says it's not good. And then there's some like like dancer like ballerina show that someone here at the office mentioned. It's it's for you know it sounds kind of like silly or whatever, but you know how um, the struggles that that they go through. You know like oh yeah. <laughs> so it's it's like it's like heavy duty like you know the psychological impact of you know and, and the physical impact yeah, yeah all all that. So check out stars. And thanks, stars, um, for Ash vs. Evil Dead. So. <laughs> I will then, uh, you know, I, I will throw out an honorable mention. Certainly, if not my favorite show, then the one that I watched the most uh, this this year was definitely Rick and Morty. Holy crap. Oh, my God. It is. It has a OK. It has one of the best pilots of any show that I've ever like seen. Any cartoon, certainly. What? 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 Does he fly a plane, a rocket? No, why I woulda. You're doing it again. Um, but yeah, it is. Um, I can't remember where I saw this, but it was it was some one of those image things on the internet that are not funny nine out of ten times, but the one out of ten times they are, it actually kind of makes them worth it. Where um, it was the uh, the episode of The Simpsons where they're asking, they're focus grouping Itchy and Scratchy with the this group of kids, and they ask, "Would you like to see people?" you know, itchy and scratchy tackle real issues that you face every day. And they all say yes. Then he says, well, what if we did exactly the opposite, had them go on far out space adventures and they all say yes again. And he's like, so you want the realistic grounded show that involves far out space adventures. And then at the bottom of this caption, it just showed Rick and Morty because that is what the show is. It is a show that somehow manages to tackle things like depression and existential like terror and just like the the kind of the pain of of life, but then also is an interdimensional like sci-fi show about a kid and his grandpa having these bizarre adventures, and is also one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, I, I've I am not sure I could can think of a show that better blends comedy and uh, drama. Uh, and yeah, I, I cannot possibly recommend it enough. It, it, although the show gets pretty dark and has a pretty mean sense of humor, so if you're not into that, then I maybe maybe give it a pass. But uh, other than that, it's it's a absolute gem of a show. Well, all right, yeah, all right. What's next, Matt? I actually think you would really like it, so I, I really recommend you you give it a look. <laughs> I will check it out. Uh, next is best comic booky nerdy movie. We're we're like almost out of time. Well, go. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. That, oh my God. <laughs> was that not this year? 
Uh, to, to his credit, I actually almost said that too. <laughs> um, so let's see. So I'm, I'm gonna say it's not not Age of Ultron. It was good, but not yeah. obviously not not the best. Um, what else did we have this year? So obviously Ant-Man. we had had Star Wars. We had Ant Man. Fantastic Four. I still oh, haven't I still haven't seen. I, I I think I gotta go Star Wars. I'm trying trying to think what else. What else was there? Does Mad Max count? It could. It has comics after the fact, but that's I'm not sure if that. <laughs> well, Matt's a nerdy. Okay, if that counts, then it's Mad Max for me, a hundred percent. I'm gonna say Star Wars, Episode Five, because <laughs> <laughs> I watched it in 2016. 40th year in a row. <laughs> Matt, Star Wars. Which All one? Right. Star Wars is a very close second, like a surprisingly close second for me. I, I went into like that Mad movie. Max more than Star Wars. I lo- like Mad Max made me feel like a kid again. Because Mad Max is my close second. I I was, ju- and I know the movie has no plot, whatever, I don't care. Like, yeah, it does. It has a plot. Well, it has a minimal plot. <laughs> minimal, maximal, doesn't matter. Plot's a plot. Yeah. Uh, that that movie was a perfect example of non-verbal storytelling. Like, that world mm. felt lived in and real, and the characters all felt like they had backstories, despite the fact that you never learn much more than a couple of sentences about any of them at most. Also, it had a guy playing a flaming bass guitar. Like, I'm sorry, that's Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> I remember seeing that guy originally, and they do like the diagenic sound where like as the camera swoops over him, the ba- the guitar playing gets louder. And he's just like on the front of this giant speaker truck. And I'm like, well, that's clearly the most metal thing I've ever seen. And then the, the guitar shoots fire. And I'm like, and we have a new winner. <laughs> Three seconds after the fact. Coma's fantastic. <laughs> You ever see that that car commercial? I, I forget what truck it is. It, it reminds me of Mad Max, where like these trucks and motorcycle are driving down. They bust through this fence and go into like just it's all like rocks and dirt, and these bikes are flying, and and then there's just like three wheeler dragging a couch. You guys never seen that? I don't think so. <laughs> no, it's just it's it's like a ridiculous commercial because so as soon as they like bust through like the the wooden fence on the side of the road or whatever these two motorcycles go flying over the truck there's like explosions it's like nope I'm I got nothing my friend someone I'm sure someone will put the hopefully someone will put a comment in the comments below and know what I'm talking about or find the commercial. Because I, yeah. I, I, every time you see that commercial, I, I think of Mad Max, and my my daughter is just looking at, it, she's like, "This is ridiculous," and <laughs> that's what she thought. Uh, and when she saw Coleman Mad Max, it's just this guy. She's like, "Was he he's still there?" Blah. You know, <laughs> and you know, she was didn't think, think it was stupid or anything. It was just like, you know, it's, it's absurd, and that's it's supposed to be. Yeah. So this commercial not as good as Mad Max Fury Road, but it makes me think of that. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I am buying Star Wars like the week it comes out, which again, I was not sure that I would be saying that when I went into that movie, but that movie really did a lot to impress me. But Mad Max was also just such a surprise of like, I did not expect to love that movie as much as I had. That was the, I saw that and Winter Soldier twice in theaters and I cannot remember the last time I did that with a movie. Yeah. All right. I may actually see Force Awakens again. So there there you go. I do want to see it. And I, I would recommend getting the visual dictionary. Okay. Um, so I, I picked that. I, I think you can get it for like twelve bucks. You know, yeah, at, at like a Costco or Amazon or or wherever. Um, I, I it's probably like a twenty dollar book. Uh, but but there's there's some information there. Like one thing they point out that Chewbacca is only two hundred thirty four years old, and he hasn't even reached like his middle years. So that's why 
he hasn't like grayed and everything because everyone's like, well, how come Chewie looks the same? And so he, he's still considered young, I guess. Do Wookiees live to be like a thousand? What is, am I? Maybe. <laughs> I never knew that. Well, I mean, Yoda was 900 years old. Yoda wasn't a Wookiee. <laughs> no, but, but who knows what the life expectancy of Wookiees are? That's why when, you know, he, Chewbacca was married and had a kid. And he's away from his family for so long, except for the holiday special, hanging out with Han, <laughs> which is canon. <laughs> it's 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 not a big deal because you know they have such a you know long life expectancy. So if he's if he's gone for you know ten years, twenty years, eh, that's all right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and there's also the 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 art of Star Wars. It's it's a cool. Book. Also, apparently, a couple of the books, though not the main one, are uh, are quite good. Yeah, there's, there's I've, heard, I've heard like the main book that takes place just before Force Awakens is real bad. Aftermath. Yeah, I think so. That, yeah, that takes place right after, um, actually, right after um, Jedi. Right. And I, I, I think I, t- I might have mentioned it on the other podcast or something like that. I tried reading it. Or I actually did go through it, and there, because you know they they build all these books. There's like and hints, you know, building up to Force Awakens and stuff like that. So. I, you know, I read the book before the movie, and there's a, a ton of new characters, which is my problem with, you know, we, we mentioned when you have other Star Wars stuff, mm-hmm. if it doesn't have any of the core characters, it's, why should I care about this? You know, yeah, sure. we, we have this really cool universe, but this book, it was like all these other people, and I'm like, why am I supposed to care? You know, who are these people? And so I just, I struggle with that book. And when I, when I start a book, it's like, you know, I want to finish it. You know, I, I commit to it even if it's like that, but oh, that was so hard. I, I was I was I was really bummed about that. Apparently, also just the writing itself is not very good. <laughs> like, kind of the 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 language that it uses, like the narrative crux is just apparently not great. Some some I I, I, was, I think that was fine. I didn't really have a problem with that. But at at some points, there were some things that were almost like too modern, like in our universe, like some mm-hmm. of the different things. Like I don't know if it's like talking about coffee or. You know, because like sometimes in, in some of the books, I don't, I don't know, not necessarily this one, but, you know, they'll, they'll talk about time. They'll talk about second. It's like, no, they have different things. And I, I think, you know, they, they talk, talked about like coffee. I, I could be totally wrong if it's this book or not. But, like, yeah. you know, they don't necessarily have coffee in the Star Wars universe. They probably have something different. You know? Right. So, but the, in this book, I, I don't remember specifically, but there's there's a, a couple things that were like, like, I don't know if they would have that in the Star Wars universe. And so... What else we got, Matt? That's it. All right. All right. Um, so, yeah, so we, we had the end of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Supergirl came back. It wasn't that great of an episode this week. It, it was um, It was fine. You know, it was dealing with, with Supergirl's aunt and the discovery where someone else discovered her identity. So how <gasps> they can deal with that. And next week, I don't think there's any shows on. So I, I think uh, I think Flash is back on the nineteenth, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if Legends of Tomorrow is that week. Also, I'm assuming Fl- Arrow would be that week. I think Legends of Tomorrow is the twenty sixth. Maybe yeah. Oh, and the, the, the X Files is coming coming up um, this month, end of this month, around that same time, and then and Agent Carter is going to start up. Woo! Um, yeah. So I don't know what we're going to do next week. <laughs> I know what we can do. We can talk about Jessica Jones and that ending. Oh boy, <laughs> I wasn't there for that, so you know, I'd, I'd be. I'd be <laughs> that was basically Matt. Was 
I'd be very down. Yeah. See, Matt's oh. he doesn't even want to talk now. No, nope. he's gone. Or was he <clears throat> never here at all? I never was there. <gasps> and that's the twist. That's the New Year's twist. Yeah. All right. So uh, this has been the first episode of 2016 for Supermassive. Uh, we will do this again. If you right. have any questions for this particular ep- or episode, not this episode, for this show, <laughs> if it's anything uh, TV or other stuff related, movies, uh, you can send emails at podcast.comicvine.com. There is a Facebook page, so if you just look up the Supermassive, Invincibly Supermassive comic book podcast stuff, or what Supermassive podcast of stuff <laughs> on Facebook, you can put some questions there too. Um, let us know what you think, and also find that, that car commercial. If I, if I don't find it for me, if I find, if I, if find I us find, things, yeah, because I don't, I don't remember what 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 car, what truck it is. I don't even pay attention. It's just a commercial. <laughs> that, and that's it. Uh, that so that's all we're gonna do. You ever see those commercials with the dogs driving the car? No, no. dogs they're, can't they're, drive cars. They're, they're super super commercials. There's a ton of them. That's insane. Dogs can't drive cars. No, I hate that. There's, no, they drive a car. Like there's one. They go to the gas station. And then so did the, the, the dad dog, because there's like, they have, you know, kids, puppies. They're like, like, hey, Labrador or Golden Retriever? Oh, I have seen that commercial. They go to the, the dog, the, the dad gets the, the big stick for the key to go in the bathroom. And yeah. they, they go in there and they're all drinking out of the toilet. Oh, that's, you don't want to do that in a bathroom or a gas station bathroom, even if you are a dog. Or there's one where they're at an intersection and this like poodles walking by and like the dad's like, the dad dog's checking her out. And then the wife's like, starts growling at him. Yeah, that's the one that I have seen, yes. What's your Women, am I right, fellas? Always getting angry when we're ogling people in front of them. Favorite commercial of the year. <laughs> On the next episode. We're out of time. God. So, so start planning for that. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. So my question, my question is, is, who could it be? We don't know. I would like to ask which comic book does affect you most emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. That's the question. Don't shake your head. I love Alan. A John I love Alan Davis. I, I, I wasn't a fan of this. That's the question. You can't blame the immediate creative team. I give this a two. <laughs>